Our Catholic tradition has many holy men and women in it. Many of them have become saints. Some of these saints are in our stained glass windows. I see St. Hubert there, for example. There's a blessed hermit on the back. There's St. Francis Xavier here. So there's lots of saints, and then there are people who are on their way to being a saint, that the church said that they lived holy lives, and their writings were profound, and the work that they did was grand, and so they've decided to open causes to make them saints. I had the opportunity just yesterday to be in Peoria, Illinois, where I visited the tomb and the museum of Fulton Sheen. Many of the older congregants tonight might remember Fulton Sheen. He was on television. He had a program called Life is Worth Living. He was a prolific writer and profound preacher and was very well known for how he communicated the gospel. And so what I thought about as I was there at the tomb of Fulton Sheen in the cathedral church in Peoria, I thought about our young people who are making First Communion today. And as I thought about Fulton Sheen, I couldn't help but realize that one day, many, many years ago, he was sitting in a pew just like all of you young people And that Fulton Sheen was getting ready to receive his first Holy Communion. And then he probably became an altar server, I'm willing to bet. And then he continued to pray. And eventually he felt called by God to be a priest. So he went from being one of Christ's sheep to now being a shepherd like Christ the Good Shepherd. And the way that Fulton Sheen became a shepherd was that he listened for the voice of Jesus. Now, the way that Jesus speaks to you and me and to our first communicants is not probably audible. We don't hear the voice of Jesus quite literally. But yet, when we read the scriptures, we hear his words, just as we heard what he said today. He said, I came so that they might have life and have it more abundantly. So Jesus came so that our young people today could have life. And that life they receive is through the Eucharist today. And the Eucharist that they receive, First Communion, will help them to eternal life. And so Fulton Sheen was a sheep who became a shepherd because he listened for the voice of Jesus. Said in our gospel tonight that they will not follow a stranger, they will run away from a stranger. What I think that means for us tonight is that Jesus can't be a stranger to us. We can make Jesus a stranger, but Jesus is not a stranger. He wants to be known by us. He wants us to love him. He wants us to hear his voice and to follow him. 
When Fulton Sheen became a shepherd, first as a priest, and then as a bishop, and then as an archbishop, one of the things that he said he did every single day was he went to a church or to a chapel every day, 365 days a year, and he prayed for one hour sitting in a pew. Just as we sit here at church for mass for an hour, he sat in silent prayer in the church, praying for one hour. And the reason he did that was because he didn't want to be a stranger to Jesus. So he came to talk to Jesus every day, to share with him whatever was going on, to ask for direction in his life. So he talked with Jesus. And then, as he talked with him, he began to sense, maybe, well, I think this is what Jesus would want me to do. And so then he would do what Jesus was inviting him to do from that hour of prayer. He listened for the voice of the Good Shepherd so that he could be a better shepherd, so that he who is still one of Christ's members of Christ's flock could be the best sheep and could be the best shepherd. A shepherd has control and guides these animals, these sheep. We have some farmers in the front row. They have cows, and so they care for their cows. So maybe you think about a cow and a farmer, kind of similar maybe. But uh, what does a farmer do? What does a shepherd do? Well, they feed their animals. They feed their sheep. They feed their cows. And that's what Jesus, the Good Shepherd, tonight wants to do for our young people receiving First Communion. That Jesus, the Good Shepherd, wants to feed you today with the bread that has come down from heaven, with bread that has become his body and blood, his soul and his divinity, so that you might have that divine life of Jesus in you right now. This is what Jesus, the Good Shepherd, does for our young people, but it's really what he does for all of us every time we come to Mass. The Good Shepherd feeds us. And so as he feeds us today with the scripture we've heard and with the Eucharist we will receive, we ask the Lord to help us to be better followers and to be better listeners so that the Good Shepherd might guide us and lead us today and every day, and one day lead us into the kingdom of heaven.